Welcome to the Liminal Lounge Podcast. I'm Nikki, a queer neurodivergent shadow worker, subconscious coach, business and content mentor, hypnotherapist, and astrologer in Boston. Here we live in the both and space, and we dive into the darkness to achieve massive transformations while keeping it light and never taking ourselves too seriously. We operate through a trauma-informed lens and work towards radical self-acceptance and responsibility. We're here to learn self-trust. So come on, dive into the void with us. Welcome to the Liminal Lounge podcast. Sorry, we're already starting off with me hitting... The mic, going strong, of course. Um, so, hi. <laughs> so, okay, so this week we are talking about the importance of community. And actually, how fitting is that? Um, you know, it's, it's Thanksgiving week here in America, and some people are seeing their family. Some people are seeing chosen family. Um, I want to take some time today before I get into the episode to talk about some people that aren't doing any of that. Well, it's anyway, just you'll see. Um, <laughs> but um, Yes, that, and, uh, you know, of course, it's kind of celebrating um, the beginning of us stealing all of the land from the natives of Turtle Island here, and how we all got to be here on this stolen land in the U.S., but um, I don't really think about that, you know, it's, it's, I think about having a time to just slow down for a couple of days during a very, very hectic time. Like, why does it seem that during the holidays, um, it's not only busy because of like end of year stuff in the holidays, but just like everything, like everything picks up in all areas of life. And I, I worked in corporate for a while in PR and you know every everything really gets dead in like August when people are on vacation but you would think that during the holidays like you hear like oh you know companies are shutting down well that that week between Christmas and New Year's is a ghost town for sure but you know things are wrapping up and the people aren't really paying attention to their email and there's a hiring freeze, but I feel like the last couple years, I have not experienced that at all. You know, I've been in my own business, but I've, I still engage with like the professional world in some capacity, whether that's me, things in my own business or whether that's, I've had various times of where I've done social media for others, or I've been like <clears throat> working in a business like I am at the cafe this year. And, uh, yeah, 
people are not slowing down like they used to around the holidays. And, you know, all of this is happening. And then we're just supposed to pretend like there aren't atrocities and tragedies um, every single day. And what am I talking about? I could have, you know, I could have been, if this was 2020, I could have been talking about the pan COVID, which is still going on. I, if this was 2021, I could be talking about January 6th. <laughs> How could we forget that one? Okay. Like just, I'm not going to, you know, so much right now. There's a lot of like anti LGBTQ laws, just truly so much. But of course, what I'm talking about, I want to take some time at the very top of this episode to just kind of talk about my stance, um, which is so crazy that I have to use the word stance, but just, I want to talk, speak to what is happening in Gaza, in Palestine. So I'm sure you know, right? But the, that area, those peoples, Palestine, Palestinians, you know, have for many, since on, you know, my friend, uh, my friend, um, is, is Jewish and lived in Israel for years. And she still said that she like, doesn't could not tell you every single detail about this genocide essentially um that's been happening since the beginning of time you know is i don't know if it's jewish the jewish religion or if it's as people that are in israel or kind of a combination of both but there are people who believe that the land that Palestinians occupy is actually theirs given by God. So they're using that as a reason to literally wipe out an entire community, an entire nation, an entire bloodline entire generations innocent people that's the thing about war i, I also this is not war because <clears throat> palestine is not having a chance to fight back there were radicals who i mean when you are literally living in an open air prison and you are living in, in occupation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, it's not like, I'm like, yeah, those innocent people, should I? No one's saying that. Um, It's just that you, it makes sense that people would want to rise up against their oppressor. I'm not totally shocked. And it's just so, so wild to me that people are saying that over a month now of just incessant attacks and 
bombing of hospitals, killing 5,000 children, making it hard for them to use the bathroom or people just living on the streets. <sighs> so much. They think that the people who were attacked and murdered on October 7th is justify is will justify all, all of that response and there's literally people being calling Gaza a parking lot saying they're gonna build a water park there where people live and just the fact that a people justify it b you know there's people there's celebrities or just like companies <clears throat> who aren't saying anything because for some reason that's controversial. <clears throat> yeah. So my stance is, yeah, is that. And please just educate yourself. I think that's the most important thing that you can do in having curious and honest and open as long as it's a safe and space and the energy is kind of matched um gentle conversation with people about it you know that's i think that's what we can do I'm donating money to trusted sources um I have a resource kit for this event that I went to and I'm going to put that in my show notes for you. So yeah. Um, okay. So that is one thing I wanted to do. I also wanted to start off with a Jupiter hour poem. So I've been trying to build a relationship with Jupiter, the planet, because Jupiter is very um, prevalent in my chart right now and like the path that I'm on and um, and also like my chart in general um, and yeah. I'm trying to build a relationship with Jupiter. Jupiter represents truth and seeking and luck and abundance. And I'm obviously trying to always trying to call more in. And it's honestly been working, actually. Like my life has really been on the up and up. And I've only, it's only been a couple days. So uh, I'm going to say this. It's, oh, and I've been trying to do this poem at Jupiter hour. So every hour of the day is associated with a planet and um right now it is jupiter hour so at 10 14 p.m according to my time nomad it's jupiter hour so this is it's not going to be like call and response um it is going to be a just li just listen you know and hold the 
Uh, just listen to the words that I say. Sorry, I wanted to just pull this up on my phone. Okay. Let's take a moment. Let's take a deep breath. That felt really good. Hence Mother Earth and mountains swelling high. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I just, I started in the middle. Let's restart. This is the Orphic Hymn to Jupiter. The fumigation from Storax, O Jove, much honored Jove, supremely great. To thee our holy rites we consecrate. Our prayers and expiations, King Divine, for all things to produce with ease through mind is thine. Hence, Mother Earth and mountains swelling high, proceed from thee deep into all within the sky. Saturnian king descending from above, magnanimous commanding, sceptered jove. All parent principle and end of all, whose power almighty shakes this earthly ball. Even nature trembles at the mighty nod, loud sounding and armed with lightning thundering god. Source of, source of abundance, purifying king, O various formed, from whom all nature spring, propitious, hear my prayer, give blameless health with peace divine and necessary wealth. So, how did we like that? How did we like my, my little jove? <laughs> I can't. Um, I, at first I, at first I truly was like, who's jove? You know, um, it was giving euphoria. It was giving who's jewel. That is literally one of my favorite moments from television ever. <laughs> who's jewel? <laughs> Just <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, before we get into community and why it is so important, quick updates on what to expect in my business, okay? What to expect coming up. So, I mean, this podcast kind of kicked off this whole big launch and rebrand. Um... This is kind of in a way, I mean, I'm always going to be doing this podcast, but, you know, this is kind of in a way a free, a piece of free content from me every week. It's kind of like a lead magnet, you know, um, it's a marketing channel, but it's also like, I'm my dream come true truly anything I've ever wanted to do ever in my business but so the next phase of that is actually selling some new offers and the uh, new offer is my membership which is going to be oh my god I'm so excited like this is big this is huge this is the biggest launch i've done in my business maybe in like two years yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. That's also like half my business. What a world. It's been 10 dog years. Um, but... Um, so Black Friday is kind of going to be a preview of the upcoming launches and all of that. And, um, I am having 30% off of my readings, my sessions, like even the three call pack sessions. That's a good chunk of money. 30% of 750, which there's also payment plans available, um, is 225, 750 minus 225, $525. So you can get three 90-minute sessions for that much or one moment, $100 a month for four. No, that math doesn't math. Anyway, just for maybe not four then. You know what? Hold on. Give me a minute. <laughs> 750 minus 225 divided by four. Yeah, $132. $135 just because of a little bit of processing fee. But wow. Yeah for four yeah yeah so anyway that and then i also have the hypnosis library 70 dollars um so that'll be like closer to 40 and i'm also pre-launching pre-selling membership spots doo, 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 which the membership is coming out in january more to come on that but I released the vo I released the name of the membership, which is the Void, and we're going to be covering um, shadow work and self discovery and identity and love and confidence and group. You know, asking for help and healing as a group. Um, and I'm so excited. Subconscious reprogramming. Okay, subconscious work, human design, astrology. And it's going to be go it's going to be through a Discord. Um so like a group chat, group coaching calls, um, astrology forecast calls, slash hot seat astrology question calls, group hypnotherapy and a hypnosis track, and a um exclusive podcast every month and so much more so i'm very excited about that that's going to be whenever you join that it's a three month minimum and then after that you can continue on month after month and um this is going to be you'll start paying so it'll be $44 a month and you do your three payments and you're done paying by the time we actually start for your three months. So then you get a break and then you can continue on. Um, it will be at, then at the regular price of $66. So when we launch in January, it'll be $66 a month. But if you get it now, 
your first three months are $44 and you get a free one chart video reading, one question video reading from me and you get early access to the Discord when that comes live in December. Yeah, it's, I can't believe it's real. But it is, so today is Black Friday. Nope, today's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Black Friday is Friday, tomorrow. You can have access to all of that tomorrow. And if you're listening to this on Friday, Thursday, and you have any questions and you want to get in, ask me. DM me on TikTok or Instagram or email me. All the info is below. Very excited to talk to you. Okay, let's finally get into the meat of the episode, community. I obviously want to talk about community because I'm I'm releasing my own community as my podcast. So I want to talk about how and why um, healing in community is so potent and how it works and the power of vulnerability. Then I want to talk about what my business looked like before I um, found my people and how bleak that was. And So we're going to talk about all of that and also like this experience with how it has affected my life, how my lived experience with community and without community and building my own community has been and the benefits um, of being surrounded by community. So let's talk about why community healing specifically is so powerful. So I'm talking about group coaching. Yeah, being in any... So a lot of people rag on group therapy. I've never been in group therapy. I mean, of course, also a lot of people have benefited from it the the times where um i've heard people rag on group therapy is mostly people who have experienced it um um, as a part of unfortunately the failing mental health system and healthcare system that at least the u.s has Um, but also I just kind of feel like, you know, I can't speak to other countries' mental health system experiences and how the practitioners are there, but I feel like at the end of the day, same with coaching, we see a lot of this in coaching, any sort of helping 
service, um, healing, helping, coaching, therapy, personal service, person to person service is the way that that goes is a result of the culture that um, it's in. So of the culture of the of that like of the society that we live in. So there, you know, we live in a very individualistic society. Capitalism is very individualistic. So that means um, it's very, no, there's a couple other things. There's very individualistic. It being individualistic means that we put the blame on the self. We put the blame on the self when it comes to situations that we're in in ways that we're feeling um so kind of some examples of how we see mental health like this is you know neurotypical people for example saying to neurodivergent people like well why can't you just stay more focused and why can't you just set a timer and stick to one thing I literally just heard that in um, my friend Andrea's podcast, TikTok. And yeah, people do be saying that. Um, also, people look at, for example, unhoused populations. They look at people who are unhoused and say like well they gotta go and get a job and they gotta go get up off their feet and change their situation nobody is thinking of the collective societal reasons that lead to housing insecurity in food insecurity in crime what no everyone is saying let's punish the criminal not like what leads to stealing or whatever it is so that contributes to how people give therapy and coaching um so therefore even if you are in more collective environments um the facilitator of that program still may be in this mindset or just healing is not really looked at as a collective effort it's like you're a group of people getting together and talking about your individual things and then you're gonna go on and go back into the world and keep living your own life and take this information and live your own life in a way that only affects you when I see and a lot of us see oh and then people wonder why society is the way it is when the society that we have right now with um war and genocide and poverty and all of so much so many disease and depression 
is because we're not thinking even a little bit as a collective. We're not thinking about how our actions affect others and we're not thinking from our healing from a collective perspective where we just want to improve our own life or our own reasons when you you know hurt people hurt people heal people help people is what I like to say even with so like obviously if you are what I'm saying is if you are more healed then you have a less chance of going to Starbucks and reaming out the barista for getting your order wrong and whipping out your iPhone and recording it and uploading you screaming at a barista and the barista yelling back at you on TikTok. How many times have we, unfortunately, have we seen that? We've seen, we've seen the stupid recording fucking bullshit. Ugh, it's my biggest pet peeve. Um, obviously, I don't mean this in terms of like police brutality or like people of color and mostly black well actually it's truly everybody like being uh being the victims of racism i don't know if that's the right way to say that that's different <laughs> but when a karen is like has their iphone out is putting it in people's faces and is like why are you wearing a mask you don't need to be wearing a mask or like what why are you dressed like that or you got my order wrong huh so anyways <laughs> we live in that kind of society that okay but if maybe maybe just a little bit if you did a little if they did a little bit more shadow work or if they thought about things more collectively if they worked through their own shame they wouldn't be getting off on shaming others because people who are happy with or at least neutral with themselves don't go around trying to make um everyone else more more miserable and you know that just simply is not how it works um, as much. No, I mean, at all, right? Like, think about the last time you wanted to make someone unhappy. How happy were you? Um, so, yeah, that's that's partly how healing can, why I think that healing, how healing can be collective. I, I tell myself, or like, I like to say, well, this actually really helps me when I'm feeling really hopeless about the state of the world because not only can, not only, even people who are doing something that like looks like it's a very active thing to make the world a better place, people who are dedicating their lives to that can feel hopeless. Of course, anyone is going to feel hopeless. And if, yeah. Anyway, um, when I'm feeling that way, I remind myself that my coaching and content and all of the work that I do 
is helping the world. Because if I'm helping people work through their own shame and love themselves more, I'm going to hopefully help people be members of society that are helping people have a more enjoyable life. And just having people be nice to others as opposed to making it worse. You know, people that are inspired to make the world a better place. Um, so anyway, that's part of that. And so because of the society that we live in, we are not raised with the tools that will can really make that really naturally make us feel safe about being vulnerable to a crowd and being public with our struggles and healing and community that is though naturally how we are as a species and historically in pre-capitalist pre-imperialist societies we operated that way um and yeah so we're not raised with those tools so therefore these are really really hard things for us to do and you know like sharing in a group sometimes for some people even for me sometimes for everyone actually at some point i can say it's hard for people to be honest one-on-one -on -one with someone you know it's hard enough um so that's why group healing is so effective because on the other side of the thing that you are so scared of doing and facing and saying is is healing for you is relief for you is confidence is clarity you're kind of giving yourself a dopamine high by and just like a serotonin high you're giving yourself a happiness confidence boost you're going to feel relieved those receptors are going to be going off after you have faced one of your fears so if you are afraid of sharing in a group and you do vulnerably share in a group, let alone the conversation itself is healing. It is what you're talking about. You are talking through something with someone, whether it's the group or the coach. That's helping you because you're unpacking a situation. You're getting more perspective. It's helping you operate in the future this is basically being supercharged by the confidence and relief that comes from being vulnerable to a group. That is why group healing is so effective. You also are 
being held accountable by all of the eyes on you. So if you say like, I want to work on this, you are now telling yourself, telling a group of people that that's something you're going to be doing inadvertently having a bunch of accountability buddies. Um, also asking for help and advocating for yourself and your needs is a is truly like such an underutilized and developed skill in our society and a lot of like the toxic behaviors that people have is kind of a direct result of people like not speaking up for themselves so again this is a way group healing is a way to build that skill and like once you start doing something that is hard every day for you which is being in this community and sharing the confidence that you're going to gain is crazy um it's again it's going to supercharge you and You all, it's also okay to, you know, I'm a big fan of like, don't live off of external validation, build up your own internal validation. It's very important. Um, sometimes though, it helps to get that validation and to ask for advice. And not only are you, um, working that muscle of asking for that but just simply receiving that and being seen like it's really healing if you are insecure about something about your personality then sharing that with a group of people and people being like hey that's pretty cool is very healing especially if that's something that again you were bullied for or you know so that's why group healing is so powerful. So before, so let me tell you a little bit about my first, I would say, year um, of being a business owner. I definitely, from the get, have had friends and connections online that were very authentic to me but there also was a, a time when I first started where it felt very lonely in the sense of I had plenty of a number of connections but I didn't see a lot of my true self represented in the market and the community and I wasn't making friends with, I wasn't like connected to a lot of like-minded people. Mind you, I was still getting to know and discovering myself. This is almost, almost five years ago, which is uh, crazy. Um, but I felt like I had to hide a lot of my true self and yes the more that I did connect with like-minded entrepreneurs the more I actually 
discovered parts of myself because I saw these parts of myself mirrored in them and I got permission that like, oh, I can do this business thing and make money being authentically expressed in this thing that I thought was weird. But yeah, I kind of thought it was going to have to be like this, that I would have to hide parts of myself or be surface level friends with people And like, just, I, I wouldn't have people that really spoke my language in this business thing. And I, I would have had to do all those things to be successful in my business. So that's also partly why I'm so, I harp so much on be authentic in your business. And it makes me so happy to see people being way more authentic Early, earlier on in their business than I was because scroll back on my Instagram feed yes I've changed as a person but you can tell that like there's so many things I was hiding and not hiding to be deceptive but again I just it was a survival tactic so I would it was definitely a slow burn I, I started like kind of reconnecting connecting with people first on little signifiers like women business or people my age closer to my age similar interests people who yeah people who at least at first felt safe to me and it kind of started becoming like um when you are at a job and you hate the job and and you want to talk shit about everyone who's in the office, or you at least like want to have a moment. And again, I didn't say I hated the online space, and I didn't say I was talking shit. Although sometimes it can for sure feel like high school. Not anymore. I don't. I don't even know what I don't engage like in that way anymore. I don't even know what the drama, if there is any drama. I kind of have like. I have a lot of my original friends from business, which are great, but, and I've also just like entered the witch space and I feel like it's growing so much. Like I was on threads and I just kept seeing more, so many people I never saw on Instagram and I just feel like the space is getting so big, which I'm so excited about. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, but it's just kind of like moment, like when you have that moment with a coworker who you think you can relate to maybe they're your age maybe they're you're gay and you think they're gay or like you saw that they have a bts sticker on their phone and you're a big bts fan and it's rare that you get to talk about bts when you're doing accounting <laughs> like actual accounting not sw accounting um <laughs> when you have that moment with your coworker and you're like Hey, do you get, do you like this place? <laughs> I remember having those just like being being able to speak candidly with someone is a breath of fresh air. So the more with my cohort of people that I was all friends with, the more comfortable we got with each other, the more comfortable we got sharing stuff with each other and then we started talking like I wish that we could, like, express our true selves 
in our business more. So then we kind of started doing that. We started being outspoken about it. We also started finding or attracting more like-minded people. I also kind of switched from, not switched, but I, I welcomed in this part of my brand, this audience to my brand um, from kind of a very traditional, stereotypical co- social media coach, business coach, girl boss kind of vibe to the spiritual community. I started working with holistic and spiritual people and I got certified in the subconscious and EFT and NLP and hypnosis and astrology and uh, actually astrology kind of came later um, in all of that. I There was a long time that I was in this spiritual space before I even learned that. But when I started interacting with those people, they are a lot more self-expressed. Or, no, that's not true. I've seen plenty of very self-expressed business coach types that don't have any type of esoteric stuff to them. Uh, They self-express in in a way that I resonated with is what I should say is that was more of my language and was very permission giving for me, especially coming from the corporate world um, where I could not express myself at all. And then I think like my spiritual journey and my journey with my body and I started again doing things that I, I again I did not say this this episode I said this probably in prior episodes but a big part of what shadow work and subconscious healing has given me is the confidence to do things that I never thought I'd do so you know one of those things was when I was with my partner in 2021 a big journey for us was being polyamorous and for me, dating non-men um, a lot of <laughs> and having that like late puberty queer moment that helped me want to talk about queer issues more and being queer. And then I also started getting more in like trying like uh, talking more about and accepting and learning about mental health and neurodivergence I was like mental health anxiety depression I was already talking about those things I was already I knew I knew that was present but I just kind of stopped gaslighting myself into thinking I wasn't neurodivergent on top of all of that and else and just the the whole like diagnosis of it all it's but um Anyways, I started talking about all of these things and then I started branding myself in this way and attracting and seeking out more aligned community. And literally, if you told June 2020, 2019, pardon me, June 2019 me that I would call myself a like you know a fat gay witch who does shadow work um I'd be like who where 
What? Huh? What? How are we making money? <laughs> no, I actually genuinely probably be like, I would probably burst into tears, actually, um, of relief and joy. Because I knew that was me deep down and I already was, I just was hiding a lot of, you know, so. Um, it's literally been, what has that brought me? Like, not only as you can hear, has it helped me with my own healing and self-expression journey and like confidence to go after what I want and advocate for my desires and needs. And it's really helped my interpersonal relationship and my confidence to like do things in life. Um, so it's really helped me personally, but it's really helped my business I would love to say that, okay, let's say, so I'm not, I, I would be lying if I said that it's made me a million bajillion more dollars. Um, I was going through the lunar, the eclipses and the nodes in my, my money access in astrology, my second and eighth house, okay? I've had deaths and rebirths when it comes to finances for the last two years. Maybe that had something to do with it. But basically, there were times when I was hiding more stuff. That's actually not true. Um, I, th I think I've just consistently made the same amount of money every year um so i've had really big months when i was in that other previous kind of hiding phase i've had big months during this 2021 kind of spiritual awakening phase i had a really big month summer 2022 when i was starting to freelance again and i was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and a group program um, my financial priorities have shifted, so I am not, like, I was, now I am again, but I was not for a while focusing on making money only in my business. I was taking on other sources of income. But what I will say, so what I, but, so, making money has felt a fuck ton easier, when I did make money, a lot of money, big months, whatever, previously, oh my god, selling felt like pulling teeth just mentally for me, like, I never, like, I definitely have probably done some tactics that I wouldn't do now. Um, but I def I don't I never like scammed anyone or I I don't think that I pressured anyone into a sale. Um, but it just like I would be saying these words that I would be taught and it just would feel so inauthentic to me. But not only because the strategy was inauthentic, but like what I was selling it felt really good to do it and all of my clients always got great results but it, uh, just that nagging feeling of like 
literally I would say to myself like, Ugh, is this what I'm going to have to keep doing forever? Like this strategy, this offer. But I didn't know what would have been more authentic, really. I just had to keep following that thread of what felt good, which I eventually, which I did. Um, so even though, even through times of such bad mental health where I couldn't really take on clients, through times where I was training in new jobs that I was getting, through times where my personal life was just taking up, I was giving, I was giving my personal life all of my attention. I know I always, I've always made new sales every single month of my business. I've always had one or two long-term high ticket clients. Um, and the thread was that I actually tried less. The th it wasn't that I tried less hard. It felt like I tried less hard. It's just that I had less and less capacity for faking it. And I also started to surround myself with people who were making money in different ways and who were marketing themselves in ways that I never thought I could or were offering things and, and we're using all this, we're using different language and just thing like the biggest thing about community for me and is that it opened up my mind to new perspectives and it's like permission that I it's to operate in certain ways and so now making money feels it doesn't feel like it's ruining me whenever I make a sale you know um so now that I actually am being more intentional with my business and dedicating more time to my business in rebuilding the foundation to my business I know that because community has expanded my mind so much and I've gotten confidence through healing and community because I haven't had a one-on-one -on -one coach in, in a couple years I didn't have a coach for about a year at all and then the last since March I've been in group programs I've been in witch and famous and the coven so like witchy business coaching programs. And then I've also been in another hypnotherapy cohort. Um, that's also how I learned and got certified was in, you know, group settings. And I learned so these concepts so quickly by like practicing with each other. I have been a testament to the power of community healing. And now that I'm putting this focus and energy back into my business and that money making money feels like it's not ripping my organs out um <laughs> I am gonna think I'm thinking that it's gonna be a lot easier to make more money therefore I'm gonna make more of it just deducing some things <laughs> um a lot of another experience offline that has been very supercharged healing for me has been having I've, I've literally had to be vulnerable with people 
Like I've had zero choice. What and why? Because um, in a year ago, actually this, oh my God. No, no, it already happened. It was at the beginning of the month. And <laughs> this is like my two, this month is my two year anniversary of lo- not having an anniversary of my last breakup with long, my lo- last long-term breakup. I was with them for five years and we were living together and I had moved to a city for him and um, we had a lot of, well, I'm still friends with all of our friends. He actually moved away. That's just not really, well, it's relevant because it's like I, I, we shared friends, but those aren't the only reasons I was friends with. I was friends with these people before, but regardless, my friend group felt very much connected to him and that was the only community that I had in the city I was in Providence the city I was living in Rhode Island so my whole life was revolved around this relationship even I've always been a person who has felt very independent my Venus is in Virgo in the 12th house So therefore, I never felt like I was too wrapped up in a relationship. And I don't think I was. It's just you don't realize, you know, when you live with someone and when you kind of are talking about future plans, you're envisioning your future. You're trying to figure out, like, with them, you know, how devastating it is when you have to disengage your whole life from this person and rebuild a new life from scratch. And I, and, and this was the best thing that we could have done. And this was, I prompted it and it was mutually agreed upon and it was very amicable and all of that. And we're still friends and we lived together for six months after the breakup with all of that still devastating on my life because for the first time in five years slash like ever because before that I was a child in college deeply enmeshed in my roommates or I was you know which uh living with my parents before that slash during that you know I was on my own for the first time in ever I had no community well okay yeah I had I'll say it I had no community I had just moved to a new city I thankfully was living with someone who was a friend at the time who already had a very strong routine and was connected to the community in Boston where I was living and we did a lot of things together so that helped then in September when I moved to my own place so a little over a year ago there it was a really 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 hard winter because I think I was feeling the true loneliness of being the only person that I report to and come home to at the end of the day being when I go about my day when I see different people I'm the only 
common denominator. And I don't have any, and I didn't have any community to come home and share that to and talk about my day with. So it was a very big focus on friends. Friends became very important for building community, especially as a queer person. I am going to be most I'm going to be in I'm going to be in a queer relationship whenever I get into that relationship that is going to be like my long-term partner why do I keep talking I want I want to be married I want not right now but you know what I mean like and I'm not saying not right now I'm saying like um I'm not like oh my god I need it I'm just saying like I desire to be married in my life I would that's something I want to do I I really like my cancer moon loves my Aries seventh house cancer moon loves loves that okay my Libra north node loves that <laughs> and um so anyways when I find my spouse let's say that it's not going to look traditional. If we if we want to and choose to have children, it's not going to be traditional. Um, a family is not going to be traditional. I'm an only child. My dad's an only child. He has a complicated relationship with his family. All my grandparents are dead. Rest in peace. Love you all. <laughs> my mom has complicated relationships with that side of the family. Um, so I, so family is not traditional for me. I kind of just latch on to my close friends family and I really butter them up. Um, basically like one of my, my best friends since first grade, I call myself a sister, a cousin. I, they are my cousins. They are my sisters. She's one of six. There's plenty to go around. That is my family as well as my parents. <laughs> so anyways, all to say that I'm going to have to intentionally build community if I want to have any semblance of family. So therefore, friendships are very different for me. If I'm going to call you a close friend, you are a family member for me. We are... And this isn't in like a codependent way. Obviously, I'm a little too independent sometimes. I'm very, very independent. Um, just in like a building community, Leo Sun in the 11th house way. Also, literally my son is, my sun sign is in the 11th house of communities and networks. Like... Then my midheaven and my moon, my midheaven, your midheaven, I'm burping, I'm sorry, I had Thai food before this. <laughs> your midheaven and 10th house um, give you hints as to your career and public image and reputation. Um, cancer is very nurturing. So, yeah, the fact that I'm building a healing subconscious membership. Libra, North Node of, like, relationships, kind of on the nose. And, um, anyways, that was... So, all to say that it's very important for me to build community. So, I, this year, have been really intentional with 
giving, creating space and being honest with people who do not, who, who I don't, who are not going to be members of my village, who are not conducive to being members of my village, (laughs) you know, and who, who is, and asking, God, it's been such a lesson in asking for help and building intentional community and so that's like co-working with people asking um you know having a having events entertaining I have weekly dinners with it it varies but once a week I try to um cook dinner with a local friend who's been a friend for five six years and she really is an icon and one of my closest members closest members of my community and village my friend and just like telling people that I love them and keeping them also updated I keep my friends updated like we have group chats and we're like let's check in with each other on Tuesdays or just telling my friends how much I, I think I've already said that. Um, yeah. And just, yeah, like I've literally had to find and curate the members of this community that I, my community. Um, I've had to ask for help and I have to set up structures so that we all are connected and can help each other out and my community is also one of my favorite parts of my podcast I'm sorry of my platform DMing with you on Instagram and TikTok is and and, you know seeing you on calls and working with you and hearing the feedback on the podcast is like some of the biggest joys of my life um I had another bullet point which is the benefits of community I already touched on all of them though um just how it supercharges healing being vulnerable and gives you confidence to do things that scares you um Okay, there's two there's two things which I'll say. Um, two new things. But, you know, new perspectives and opening up your mind. Um, giving you suggestions of things you never thought of. I kind of touched on that. But now this is me talking, being a sacral, uh, pure manifesting generator in human design. Meaning that the way that I make decisions and navigate what to do next in life is by responding to stimulus whether that's internal or external and then deciding what to do from there so community is really helpful to like when you ask a question or ask advice now if this was in the membership this would be like in discord me doing this in the witch and famous or the coven discord or asking my friends or whatever it's not necessarily being like, okay, great. Thank you so much for the advice. I'll do exactly that. It's listening to their answer and checking in with my gut and being like, okay, I am going to do this or I'm going to do that. Um, or 
having conversations with people, inspiring, like, oh, you just made me get this idea. You just made me think of this. I think that's, like, bouncing ideas is is very important. It's also very vulnerable to not deliver a, a, a final draft of something, but to be like, hey, guys, I'm working on this, and to kind of get feedback and bounce things back and forth and to really collaborate on something and that's that's like a really expansive experience because I have rejection sensitive dysphoria which many neurodivergent people do so getting the most constructive like well-meaning feedback can feel unsafe for the body a little bit but if you're consistently in community and sharing sharing with your community then over time that feels a little bit more and more safe to do you know um yeah oh god what was the last thing what was the last thing um Oh, well, there's also collaborations I have here. Like, that's kind of another kind of community, but if you're a business owner, like running a program with someone or doing a workshop with someone or collaborating on content, I think it is like really expansive to your brain. It really works a new muscle it's vulnerable in a, in a in a good way again like to collaborate with someone cuz it take cuz then that takes you like being like hey what do you think of this idea and having to hear what the fuck someone thinks about it and you know the whole like collaboration community over competition thing You have to check yourself on any jealousy that may naturally come up during a collaboration. But yes, also you're combining resources. You don't have to go this alone. We live in a very individualistic society and you don't have to go it alone. So if you're in terms of doing a business collaboration, you may not be an expert in something, but your person you're working with is and you're using their expertise or you are utilizing their audience size maybe if or just even like the people that are in their audience that don't know you you're you're getting more visibility yeah um that was my water bottle everyone um oh i wonder if something was in i don't know my tummy kind of hurts i hope i hope the pad cu that i wolfed down was was fine <laughs> um yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
I truly, I feel really good about that. that, that that's it, guys. Um, that's it for my thoughts on community. I do feel really good, though, about this episode. And... Yeah, I feel like there's lots of gems in there. Um, I I love talking about community. It's like community and conflict resolution with yourself is like two huge pillars of my brand, excuse me, and business and what I do. And... I love talking about it. I think it's very beneficial. I will always advocate for people to be vulnerable and be in community as much as they can. So I hope that this inspired you to open up a little bit more, ask for help, build or join community. I also have huge social anxiety by the way major um i don't know if it's really social anxiety or if it's just it's really like a confidence thing but i well i think social anxiety like there's social anxiety of like i don't like crowds that's not my thing and then there's like are they gonna think i'm boring or dumb or stupid or what if i say this there are many times in social situations that I hold myself back from saying something because of lack of confidence. Um, in the more it, I have seen a direct correlation in A, the more time that I spend in the community and push myself to be comfortable in these situations, the more comfortable I get, the more confident I become. And just, yeah, the more that I work on myself, the more confident I can be in those situations. So I just want to remind you all that yeah, like you just may be thinking like, oh, Nikki, well, that's so easy for you to say because you must not have social anxiety. Oh, bitch. Let's remember that I was bullied. <laughs> okay, let's not forget that. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't worry, I was bullied too. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm so excited for the membership and remember to check out the black friday sales to check out the membership if you have any questions dm me on tiktok or instagram or email me i'm so excited if you want to if you're curious about working with me but you don't know where to start book a subconscious assessment consultation um rate and review this podcast on wherever you're listening but if you're on if you have an iphone do itunes apple please (laughs) (laughs) and answer the question in spotify and yeah i'm so excited oh my god i'm happy i got to record an episode this week um see you all in a couple weeks we're gonna keep having fun we are gonna keep having fun maybe i'll end every podcast episode saying that thanks for diving into the void with me nikki fragakis your queer and neuro spicy astrologer hypnotherapist in business and life mentor and coach i hope you found lots of meaning today in the liminal space with me 
Did you have fun in the Liminal Lounge? DM and let me know or tag me on Instagram and TikTok at Nikki underscore Vergakis. You can find that link in the show notes. And check the show notes to book a session with me or work with me in the many ways that you can and get connected to other Liminal Lounge attendees. Don't forget to leave a review. See you next time in the Liminal Lounge. <laughs>